What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, it's Ray Bolo, Diamant Albano. Fellas, we're talking NFL previews and big bets on the way. Back at it with the white vans. Let's fucking get it. <laughs> Dino back at it again. How about Dean in that, uh, that picture of him in the, the barbershop? That's just all-time stuff. Legitimately one of the most absurd things. <laughs> They're Yo, drinking I- champagne. Lining up, lining up their, lining up his mustache. What time was that? Was that, dude, was that like had, three o'clock? Dude, I was mid, I was mid haircut. You could see I'm mid haircut in the picture. I have my, uh, I have the cape on, the barber cape. Damn, you look fire though. I got up. They, That's a they good cut. Me, they, they handed me the my barber. My barber doesn't know English. He only knows my name, so he just handed me. <laughs> he just said, "Dean handed me champagne," and then and then they were like, "Oh, get up, we're doing a picture," and you know we're shooting the shit. And um, now I have family. Preach. You don't. Yeah, you don't have barbers. You got family. I don't have barbers. I got family. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before we preview uh, this week's slate, got some nice juicy games too uh, this week. We're gonna do a little, a little recap for last week. Uh, got a little overreaction, underreaction here for the fellas. We'll start right at the top in our division. Ray, overreaction or underreaction? The Dolphins are the best team in the AFC East. Overreaction. Um, The Bills were missing legitimately their entire roster. They're missing three offensive linemen, both safeties, both starting cornerbacks, and they still outgained them in yards, probably still should have won the game. They left a ton of points on the board. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go way overreaction. I mean, I was never a big Dolphin fan before the season. I'm starting to believe a little bit because that speed just fucking kills, but it kills, but the bills are a wagon. It's not even close in my opinion. Dean, you thinking same thing? Yeah. Same exact thing. My bad. I didn't know if you, if like the next question was for me, but we yeah, can, overreaction. yeah, we'll give you the next one then. Uh, Dean. Are the Jaguars the best team in the AFC South? Overreaction or underreaction? Overreaction. Ooh, this is spicy. I was hating on the Jags big time, but honestly, kind of like team. I'm telling you right now, that division sucks. I was Colts suck and the Titans suck too. I think the Titans are the best. Um, that's in my opinion. That's that's fucking ridiculous. Um, Ray, the Jaguars best team in the AFC South. It's definitely not an underreaction, but I think it's a slight overreaction. I think they may make the playoffs. Uh, they got Doug, Doug Peterson, I think, just really has shown that Urban Meyer is not cut out for the NFL. And Urban's my guy. I love him. Love him to death. He gets mad puss. Dude, but... hey, it sucks. Trevor looks good. Trevor looks insanely good. And also, dude, really good. Their defense fact, is really good too. Honestly, I, the one thing like that really, I feel like if I was a Jack fan, I'd be so fucking irate about is that they use a first round pick on Travis Etienne when James Robinson is a dude. Like dude, it's just so I love that guy. I, I fucking I'm obsessed with him. And actually, a dude though, so unnecessary. I didn't even want Travis Etienne in fantasy. I took him just because that's how the board fell to me. Thank God I got James Robinson because that guy's gonna be a fucking animal. All right. Uh, so, uh, to clarify, though, I think the Colts are probably still the best team. But I mean, court, when, when push I comes to sh- Matt Ryan, I think that's blessed. I was gonna say when push comes to shove, quarterbacks win out. So Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback. I think when he push- is, he actually is. Yeah. I think when push comes to shove, I don't think it's close either. 
regardless of no Taylor, I think Tannehill is going to show up and be a and be a guy. He's starting to get you know some rhythm down with his wide receivers, which were obviously is not a good unit in the first place, but is actually a fairly underrated one and just guys who he had no rapport with. He's going to start hooking up with Bobby Trees. Nick Westbrook is not bad. And shout out Dom, by the way, he's not. And then on top of that, Derrick Henry is just going to start wearing, tearing on guys. They're going to play Tennessee Titan, Mike Rabel football. If he holds gonna, up. They're going to churn out dubs late in the season when teams are battered. And Derrick Henry is going to have an insane second half of the season like he has every fucking year of his career, except for last one where he started out hot. Every year he starts out like this. He's going to get better. And not only that, he just gets we already said I said it before. He gets better as the season goes. It's something we've seen. Time has time has tested it. Time has shown it. And I don't give a fuck that he's 28. He looks still really good. And like I said, they're just gonna end up winning the most games and they're going to win the division. Dean, get off your typewriter. It's not 1975. I don't have running a typewriter. I didn't write shit down. I'm no, I'm just saying run, running backs don't win fucking football games anymore. So that's not the way it works. Sorry, Rable, baby. He doesn't need Harold Landry, even though I love Harold Landry, and I think that was a ginormous loss. He's no going... Harold Landry, no no Taylor Luan the rest of the way, and you have Ryan Tannehill quarterback. I Ryan Tannehill is underrated. Yeah, All right, three years. We'll cap it there. Uh, next one, first right? Right, you can start us off, Dean. Shut first, the fuck up. First uh, overall seed. We're yeah, word. All right, we're moving on to the next one. Uh, <laughs> overreaction or underreaction? Cooper Cup is going to break his 145 receptions last year. He's on a 159 reception pace right now. But he had a down game last Underreaction. Before I get to to that, I just want to say, Dean says that uh, Derek Henry finishes the season strong. He didn't play a regular season game after October last year, so. I said, except for last year, open your guide. You did say it for last year. You have too many eyes on your face, not enough ears. Holy fuck. Well, sorry. I I went to fucking research, Mo. I knew that shit was blasphemy. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, I'm going to say overreaction. That's a lot of fucking catches. Um, Matt Stafford doesn't look the same right now. I know he's been, uh, I mean, he just said he's on pace to break it, but I'm going to go overreaction. I am going to say that we are going to see just the most top-heavy wide receiver output we've ever seen in the game ever by a a considerable margin. And I feel like we're already seeing it. There's just going to be guys at the top who just absolutely are murdering. And obviously, I'm going to be thinking about this in in fantasy terms. I just think there's going to be just five guys who are like well, well ahead of the the pack, and they're just going to be nuts. Cooper Cup's going to be one of them. I think he's going to get weirdly close, but I'm going to have to say it's an overreaction. Yeah, 145 is a lot. Talk fucking um, catches, dude. He's definitely not. He's definitely not mimicking that touchdown. I mean, touchdowns. one no. thing is, I mean, Van Jefferson is on IR now, and he doesn't have Bobby Woods or Odell, so maybe. Maybe. I mean, they they literally force feed him. Yeah, I mean, only had like four. Out. I think he only had four last game, but crazy start still. Uh, overreaction, underreaction. The 49ers are better with Jimmy G. Underreaction. They definitely are. 1,000%. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if underreaction works, but yeah, accurate reaction. I agree. Oh, uh, my bad. I, I, I believe I... believe I, I like Jimmy G. 
But I, I do like Jimmy G, but I will say, I think there's an obvious, there will, I think it'll show Monday night, right? Because they're the Monday night game. I think there's an obvious, obvious like reaction going on in house right now. Like few, like, thank God there's like a real reason that, well, kind of an inescapable reason that we have to go to Jimmy G because it was probably going to get ugly for Lance. And I was someone who thought Lance had a really good job of showing up and being solid. There were a lot of good reports in camp, especially when they were doing joint practices, but he was just not it. And Jimmy G is going to come in. He's just going to feed the old reliables that are going to be yak guys and be great. Like Kittle and Debo. Ayuk's even going to be well. And, you know, they're going to do Kyle Shanahan things in the run game and just, they're just going to beat teams up. Yeah, I mean, to be fair to Trey Lance, that first game, like I feel like that doesn't even count. Yeah, he was that was Sharknado too. Yeah. But also, that defense is probably best best defense on paper. Top it's three. A, it, it's also kind of funny that we're saying this after they just scored ten points. Right. I, I mean, Denver. <laughs> I'm still though. I mean, you know, yeah. do you win more games with Jimmy G or do you win more with Trey Lance? I think you probably win more with Jimmy G. Probably. Yeah. I mean, took them to the Super Bowl. Um, overreaction, underreaction is, is Tampa Bay a real Super Bowl threat? Cause they kind of look like shit, at least on offense. Their defense is insane, but their offense is not moving like it normally, like normally would. I'm ready to go first. I mean, overreaction. There's one thing I say, and I'll say it until the day he's gone. You never bet against Tom Brady. You can't do it. It's not possible. I've seen too much. I've been hurt too much. He he's honestly shaped my life more than most people in the world, which is pretty sad. But yeah, uh, so, so yeah, all negative, all negatively. Yeah, he's actually, <laughs> he's actually beat my self esteem down to a point where it's almost non-existent. So I'm gonna go overreaction. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say overreaction as well. Um, the most obvious reason being that wide receiver core, which is just going to eventually get healthy. They're going to have a winning record even when it does get healthy. I don't care if it's five, six weeks from now. They will somehow be still not, you know, out of playoff contention by any means. And, you know, if they're just healthy by the time it comes, which we can't obviously tell right now, they will, of course, be in contention. Yeah. And also, I mean, I think my bigger concern is the offensive line, personally. They're super beat up. But, again, if Tom comes back this week, which is big. If Brady makes the playoffs, you can't bet against. You don't bet against Brady, and you don't. Not, I mean, not bet against them. You don't write Brady off. That's just fucking asinine. Yeah. Fuck you, Sauce. Fair enough. Sorry, had to ask it. <laughs> had to ask it. Uh, last one here. Overreaction, underreaction. Got to do this one too. Are the Eagles the best team in the NFC? Christ. Yeah. No, not the best team in the NFC. My bad. You said NFC East. I was just going to basically. I mean, they're obviously the best team in the NFC East. They are. One sec. They are. Dude. They're fucking good. Dude, I said it all. I said it all. I mean, I I said it all. No, I've been saying it. He said it all offseason. I'm not at all shocked by what's going on. The A.J. Brown thing is actually massive, too, because Devonta Smith as your number two is insane, especially in a run-heavy offense. Oh, my God. Well, first off, they And Jalen actually has made such big improvements. Yeah. Like, in their in their scheme, it works. And their defense... Their their offensive line is fucking ridiculous. And their, and their defense is really, really fucking good. The, and I'm I, just going to say this. The, the most common, common thing that people said 
to con to really counteract you know our strong feelings that the Eagles were going to gr- do great is that Nick Sariani and that and that Eagles offense was going to still stay at like a 65 35% run to pass which is obviously was not going to happen they were going to revert more to how the offense was run the first 8 games when Jalen Hurts was fucking doing really well and really shutting up a lot of haters and throwing the ball efficiently. And then he got a top five wide receiver in the league off of talent. I'll say it a billion times till it's noticed in AJ Brown, AJ Brown's going to fucking continue to go nuts. And that's just a huge factor for him. And then, and then guess what? When he does it and he goes, what five for 85 and he gets some really big catches De- Devonte Smith goes for one fifty. It's, it's, it's going to be all, it's going to be all year. They're going to be, scary i i don't know if i could say best in the nfc though right yeah i mean that's an overreaction i don't annoy i don't anoint a team off of three games and, <laughs> and when when push comes to shove in the playoffs your quarterbacks have to win it i'll take maybe five quarterbacks in the nfc over him so yeah i'm gonna say it's an overreaction right if that's- if kirk cousin i know i can't say kirk cousins that's your boy if Derek carr was the quarterback of the eagles would you pick them to win the Super Bowl? No. Not win the Super Bowl, but I would no. love me some Derek Carr. If Dak Prescott was the team, it was the quarterback of the Eagles, would you pick them to win the Super Bowl? I wouldn't pick them, but I would I'd understand it more. Fair enough. But he also gets hurt, I feel like, every year. It's just me. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about that. I feel like Dak's been getting hurt a lot lately. Yeah, it sucks for him. Well, well, yeah, I mean, they seem to be back. Like, possibly. Yeah, the cramps uh, and then this. All right, uh, let's move on to let's move on to the previews. We'll start with a nice Thursday night game, uh, Miami at Cincinnati. Cincinnati three and a half point favorite right now. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, four. Obviously, uh, Miami a huge win against Buffalo last week, and Cincinnati against our Jets. Uh, finally, got a win that they desperately, desperately needed. Thought it was must win for them, honestly, last week. Um, should be an interesting game, though. Tyreek's already calling out the corners. Ray, what do you uh, what do you think about this game? Um, three uh, and a half, four. Yeah, I think I saw a four earlier. Uh, to be honest, like going into like looking at the, like the lines and everything, just blindly, I thought I was hoping Miami was going to be favorited so I could hammer. I thought Cincinnati. they would be too. Honestly, I thought they'd be like a one and a half point favorite. Well, is is Tua not playing? Did anyone know? Because I don't I think. See- I think he is. I saw he said he was going to do everything he can to try. And but... um, it, it opened at four. Oh, really? At most places right now, it's at it's three and a half. But um, it's getting bet down a tad. But yeah. Anyway, um, what I really want to take, I, I haven't done it yet, but I'm probably going to. I'm probably going to end up taking Dolphins team total under. Uh, they had to flee Florida from the hurricane. Short week off of Buffalo. Cincinnati's hot at home. I kind of like Cincinnati in this game. I actually love the fact that you put in the uh, Hurricane Ian there because uh, that's obviously going to be a big factor. That's something that a lot of people, such as myself, will tend to overlook. But I, I will say that a ton of sharp money is being reported to be on Cincy with a 50-50 split right now uh, through the public on on Miami and Cincy. So that does look good for Cincy, and obviously they're going to be home. I will say I, I was not overreacting about the Cincinnati Bengal O-line, in my opinion. 
that was a, a basically completely revamped line that obviously needs chemistry and time to be cohesive. So I didn't think it was crazy. They were not amazing against the Jets that lack an obvious star pass rusher. But the name of this game is going to be whether they can keep Joe Burrow from running all day long from a Miami defensive front that's been just absolutely wreaking havoc and doing really well against really good fronts, just like Baltimore and Buffalo. So I don't know. This one's tough. I don't know where I lean. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess it's it's going to come down to two if plays or not. I mean, they do have Bridgewater, but I mean, I'm under the impression that he is playing. To be honest with you, it's tough. Short week. Someone look it up. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking it up right now, and and it's still, he's by the way, bonkers that he went back into that game when he took it was. Football, I was like, NFL shuts that because the NFL shuts that down so quick. I've never seen anyone wobble like that and be able to be put out into the game after a concussion protocol testing. I, I'm shocked that he passed enough to basically overlook the fact that he actually looked like he was massively concussed on the field on national television. So I don't know. Yeah. Be a good game though. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. That's going to be an awesome Thursday night football. Yeah, dude, they've been, they've been killing it on these, these Thursday night prime games. They're trying to schedule really good games. Um, I am there. They're, I'm telling you, they're going to, I, I foresee that, Almost every week, they're going to start putting in some really new, cool features um, and really kind of revamping how football is going to be watched on TV. I don't know if you guys saw, but when they go into commercials, you can press a button that lets you watch the last play that that happened or the last scoring play with while commercials are going on, which I think that's fucking sick. But my, yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even notice that. Um, dude, it's uh, so fucking cool. I also like the like the alternate telecasts they have too. Yeah. The one like with the AWS stuff is kind of cool. I would never watch a game like like that the whole time, but um it is it's cool cool stuff that they're trying to do. Um we do get a London game this week too. We're not gonna talk about that game, but Minnesota, uh New Orleans in London. Love that. Um, let's move on to and honestly. Thank yep. God I didn't bet that because I was looking at the lines. I didn't notice it was London. I forgot about it, and I was gonna hammer the over. Thank <laughs> God I didn't do that. I would have been so <laughs> fucking pissed. <laughs> All right, next game we're looking at uh, ball uh, Buffalo at Baltimore. Ball uh, Buffalo. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, three and three point favorites for Buffalo here. Obviously, again we touched on it before. Tough loss last week. Baltimore, big win against New England. Uh, Lamar Jackson was rolling. That Buffalo defense has got to be stout against him. Ray, uh, Buffalo obviously coming off a a tough loss. Do you think they roll here? I mean, I think, like you said, it's going to come down to their D in particular, just their defensive lineman, their front seven, just keeping him contained. Uh, I'm curious to see if they're getting anyone, any help back on that uh, secondary. I don't know if they're getting – uh, what you call it? Poyer's out for the year, right? So, you, no, uh, he's not. You want me to read it real quick? Who's who's out for the year? Hyde or Poyer? Uh, Hyde. So uh, is Poyer coming back? Poyer, uh, limited today. Um, this is all this is all Wednesday. He was limited today. Dane Jackson limited. Um, Ga- I mean, uh, <laughs> Dane Jackson definitely limited. <laughs> Ga- Gabe Davis limited. 
Um, Ed Oliver Limited. It's honestly going to be who they have. Benford's out though. Benford, Benford on... will definitely be out. It's it looks like Dean Deon- is Dawkins playing. Yeah, it seems like he'll be out because he didn't practice with, still with that illness, which I, I don't see him being back tomorrow. And if he doesn't, it you know is it really likely that he would play. Um, I don't know. I guess he could. Uh, Von Miller just had a vet rest, so he's he'll he'll be there. Yeah, it's I mean, gonna, it's going to be based off of honestly their injuries. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it's going to come down to the, how healthy they are in their secondary, and then also on that offensive line because they were super banged up. But I think getting out of Florida is big because they, apparently the heat was really affecting them. I just think Buffalo's too good to be honest with you. I don't think I, I don't see how they lose this game. Yeah, I mean, you just got to keep Lamar down. Lamar's been going crazy. I know, but Buffalo's front seven is so good, and their linebacker Edmonds and Milano, right? Mm-hmm. They've been playing fucking insane. Von Miller is a freak. We've already talked about that, so I really do think the, their front seven is going to make the difference in this game. I think I think Buffalo rolls. Yeah, it's going to be. It's honestly going to be a. Um... A fun game to watch. I, I definitely think this is going to be one that goes that uh, comes down to the witching hour for sure. Um, obviously, with these high-powered offenses, that'll almost always be the case. They could just score fourteen points in like a fucking minute twenty at any time. But I, I think if they're able to get one or two of those secondary pieces back for Buffalo, I feel like this is going to be the game that Lamar Jackson comes down from. Uh, you know, from all the memes of how pissed Baltimore is that they didn't you know sign him for x amount of dollars whatever the fuck he prom whatever the fuck he wanted because you know he looked very lackluster against the Jets week one he has put two insane games together and I just think this Buffalo defense especially that front seven is just going to be suffocating yeah should be a good one though uh, let's move on to a really nice Sunday night game. Uh, Kansas City at Tampa Bay. Kansas City, a one-and-a-half-point favorite here. Um, brutal loss for Kansas City last week. Fucking killed my bet. Um, I can't believe they fucking lost that game. We're all, we're all fucking morons for not putting every dollar we we have in our bank accounts on Indy. I need everyone here to know. I'm that. not betting on Matt Ryan ever. I. that guy sucks i have never seen a more blatant trap than that game in my entire life they were fucking in control the entire game it's so it it was actually laughable i would pay gobs of money just to know how much money was won by vegas on that particular game I can only imagine the amount of liability they had on if kansas city won because i'm pretty sure it was 91 percent of money on kc all right, yeah, Bucks. Uh, tough loss. The offense really wasn't moving. They, uh, Mike Mike Evans was suspended, so they brought in Cole Beasley. I mean, the the ragtag group that they had uh, was was pretty brutal. The fourteen to twelve loss against Green Bay. Um, Ray, who do you like in this game? I mean, I I love um, Kansas City minus one 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 and a half, whatever they're at right now. The only concern is again this hurricane. Yeah. Uh, they may have to move to Minnesota. I saw if like shit gets really bad, which would, I mean, that's just going to throw a wrench in fucking everything. Just, you can't really bet when that shit's on the line. But um, go, I mean, I really do. I think if, they, if all stays pat, let's say like come Sunday morning, 
uh, they're going to play in Tampa or whatnot. I'm going to probably put my money on Kansas City, just because I think I think they're due to they're due for a bounce back. Kansas City is another team though, um, kind of worrying me without their with their lack of weapons. Um, they don't. I feel like I mean, they don't have an alpha in that room besides I mean, obviously Kelsey, but Kelsey. on the outside, like they don't have an alpha, and it's a little worrisome. I 100% agree with Ray. I, I genuinely believe that the main reason for that horrific performance, um, especially on O against Indy, was just Andy Reid writing this off as a W on the schedule and just looking strictly towards Tampa and specifically, obviously, this incredible, this very stout, this great all-around defense. And I think he's going to be ready He's going to have a sick game plan, really pull out a lot of, you know, bunnies out of the hat. Sky Moore might be being it factor. Who knows? I think they're going to need him to be, you know, this kind of, you know, even though it has been working that they're saying it could be any guy's day. I agree with Ray that they really need to establish some sort of alpha or someone who can, you know, really make a defense really lose sleep at night, which they just don't have going right now. So that's about it. Yeah, I think I like what you said. Sky Moore is going to need to be, um, what's your call it, um, featured more in this offense going forward, definitely. Especially like once like later in the season playoff comes, like they need to get someone who has some juice. Yeah, and only has- 23 snaps over three games is not going to cut it. I feel like they tend to work their rookies in a little slower, though. So. I agree. They just have a lot of guys. It's like it's kind of weird. Um, let's move on to the Monday night game: the Rams at the 49ers. Uh, 49ers a one and a half point favorite right now. Little confusing line to me, uh, especially after last week's game. Their offense really couldn't get anything going. Um, I did cover that alt uh, Ram six and a half line, pushing it up from three and a half. Love that. Um, Ray, what's good with this line? Uh, all when I saw this line, all that came to my head was the Admiral Akbar gif. It's a trap. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> my my head's on a swivel. We're getting fucking ambushed because, I mean, I'm gonna end up being a sucker and taking the Rams because one and a half is kind of a, it's absurd. There's no reason for this line to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Stafford hasn't looked the best, and but like. What are we doing here? They scored 10 points against Denver, and Denver's offense looks fucking abysmal. I think what did Denver score? I mean, Denver, I mean, yeah, no, fuck that. It was 11 to 10. Yeah, 11 to 10. It was a fucking <laughs> baseball score. Um, yeah, so, I mean. 11 to 10 would be a pretty insane baseball score. Well, one thing is that over under 42, I kind of want to uh, – I may tease that sucker up and take the under. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like um, that a lot. Yeah, no, I – when I look at this game, I look primarily at the over over under. It started at forty seven and a half, starting off the week, uh, the early line, and it's down to forty two. And I think that's basically exactly what this game is going to end up being. It's going to just be a low scoring snooze fest on Monday night against two really great teams. Don't get me wrong, but it's just going to be two defenses shutting down two offenses that are don't really have it put together obviously we just have jimmy g coming back now it might take him a game or two obviously we saw he just only put up 10 points so and then the rams which ray said stafford just doesn't look just doesn't look right you know doesn't look on right now and that o line is still have having a ton of growing pains you know post whitworth so yeah it'll be a defensive battle 
Both yeah, these defenses are are fucking awesome. Yeah. Be nice to see. Don't have a lot of trust in this offense besides Cooper Cup probably somehow racking up a twenty. Yeah, guy finally Cam Akers getting a little some touches, huh? I like to see that. But I feel like, like Dean said, I think I think Cup's gonna be uh bracketed most of that game. I don't see how they don't scheme to just absolutely have like two to three eyes on him at all times. I like the under. The Cardinals did it. And they I mean they still lost, but the Cardinals did it. The Cardinals blow. The Cardinals suck. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's head to the main event. Uh, five unit bets for the NFL. Let's start. Right, you want to start? Yeah, I'll start this one. All right. Um, so I'm going to start. You know what? I'll start right where I left off. Uh, I'll start my teaser. Two units, six points. Uh, I do have the Cardinals in there. Ironically, they do suck, but seven and a half. They're dogs against Carolina. I know it's at Carolina, but. That's kind of outlandish. Baker Mayfield looks fucking terrible. Terrible. Um, so that's that's one. Get Sam, get Sam in there. Yeah, right. Maybe some Sam Sam action. Suck for Sam. Really good, really good memes out right now about Sam and and Baker. Are you gonna let me finish my bets or no? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So uh, Cardinals plus seven and a half, and Bills Ravens over forty five in a teaser, six point teaser, uh, minus one twenty. I put two units on that. Uh, for the Thursday night game, I'm going Jamar Chase first touchdown scored. Like it. Uh, since we're in the trust tree, I was at the gym. I was scrolling through. I saw a touchdown bet. I put on it. Didn't know it was first touchdown. So hand up. That's on Let's me. Let's go. Uh, but that's, plus that, five, that's even better. Plus I five, love that. That's going to hit. Plus 500. What was, the, uh, what was the line? Plus 500. I should have known. Should have known. But, <laughs> you should have obviously uh, known. I was at the gym. And then once I, once I thought about it, I'm like, I, I saw Sauce had a bet on first touchdown. It was like Jalen Waddle. Sorry to spoil. Whoa. And it was plus 150. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, why is Jamar Chase plus 500? And I'm like, <laughs> I went back. I'm like, oh, fuck me. Bro, did so, you actually just spoil my fucking Thursday night? Nah, touchdown. That's hypoth- fucking miserable. It's hypothetical. Ratings so that, just went down. So that was one, one five, and then so lastly, watches this for. Lastly, uh, <laughs> the, lastly, Jets money line. Got to do it. Sam, uh, Zach's back. Sorry, not Sam. Sam's back. Let's Zach, go. Sammy <laughs> D. Zachy Poo is back. Use my six fucking Sam Darnold jerseys. Zachy Poo is back. I'm going plus one forty three two units on that. Love it. Love that. Dino, right. what do you got? You got a five uniter. No, I got two two and a half uni bets again. Let's see. Um, first, it has to be it has to be Jets plus three and a half against the Steelers. I don't care if they rotate weeks when we bet the Jets. You guys always bet the Jets the same week, and then they, they don't cover or they lose. And I know. It, don't it, bet them, and I do. It's honestly brutal. I'm just gonna do it, and I really, I usually do it from a homer's you know point of view, but I think Mitch is gonna play in this game again. And I would probably think differently if it was Pickett, not going to lie. But he just is not it. And obviously no T.J. Watt. And I think this offensive line the Jets have, you know, the right side has looked good. I think Lakin Tomlinson, the left guard, if he could put it together and kind of help out whoever's going to be starting at left tackle, should make it solid enough. Pitts, Pitts D-line, even though it's still good without T.J. Watt, they're running a lot of stunts. Hopefully Robert Sala has them ready for that. And if he does, I think Zach can have, you know, they gave him enough time. I think he's more than ready. He's definitely been cleared by the doctors. I even think by last week, I think they were safe not putting him out there. And I think he's going to put on a show. I think so they- you're saying we're taking over on Zach props. 
I'm taking over on every Zach prop, Avi. But they also really need to feature Jermaine Johnson more in this defense. He he I think he had nine pass rushing pass rushing uh snaps. He needs to have way more than that. He looked amazing. And you know, you just gotta hope that they get to the quarterback. And lastly, oh by the way, that was two two and a half units minus one fifteen, Jets plus three and a half. And then lastly, two and a half units, the rest of my load. I'm putting on the over 45 and a half in the Bucks KC game. That is a line that went from over under 49 to start the week to 45 and a half. I think these are two teams that have been scheming and getting ready for each other for more than one week. And you have an angry, angry Tom Brady with Mike Evans back and an angry Andy Reid that's going to have an offense that's ready. Go after looking brutal against the Colts over 45 and a half. Glock that shit the fuck up. If it goes through 44, the main, <laughs> the key number, I swear to God, I'm putting Ray's house on it. Dean, that dropped because of Mother Nature and the hurricane, my guy. Are you downplaying climate change? Is that what you're doing right now by taking the over? One, Don't do that. One, I'm downplaying climate change. Two, I think this gets moved. Bro, the polar ice caps are melting. No. How farts, Dean? Cow farts. <laughs> okay. So I'll say this. All right. I got a whole bunch of bets in here. I got a nice, nice uh, little slew. Uh, Ray already spoiled it, but two and one in the Thursday night anytime touchdown bets. Uh, Fryermuth didn't have a fucking look until the last two minutes of the game and then got 45 yards on two catches. Couldn't get in the end zone, though. Tough one. Uh, I got Jalen Waddle anytime touchdown. Love this. Uh, he's been rolling plus 150, one unit there. Uh, and then I got two little half unit bets, uh, little sprinkles, uh, lowest scoring teams on Sunday. I got a half unit on the Patriots plus 650, and then I got uh, the Bears, uh, lowest scoring team on Sunday plus 1100. Uh, (laughs) Patriots likely without Mac Jones. This roster stinks. Uh, I don't think they can get the, their offense going at all. Um, the Bears also stink. Uh, and the Giants, they play in these fucking gritty-ass, low-scoring games. They keep it. They keep you in it until the fourth quarter. Um, and I think the Bears are miserable. Where did you find that? That is the top five most degenerate NFL bet I've ever heard in my well, life. These bets. Where, One of these teams is smashing. Where did you find uh, that? On FanDuel. Wild. Great bet. I can't wait till one of these smash. Be fucking pumped. Uh, Patriots is is to win three point two five units, and uh, the Bears is to win five point five. Uh, big money on the line here. Uh, the next one I got is the Eagles minus six and a half against Jacksonville. Uh, they're at home. Big game for Trevor Lawrence. See how he handles the crowd, but I'm going to keep betting the Eagles until they don't cover. Uh, huh? Shocker. I mean, don't cover. <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> uh, got one unit there, minus one ten, uh, and then we, we'll round it out. We in the, the we in the biz call that you're going to end up holding the bag. That's what we in the industry call that. Uh, I've secured the bag. Um, we're going to end it off with an eight point tease. Three teamer here. Uh, got the Commanders plus eleven and a half at Dallas. Uh, coming off a tough loss, I think they rebound. I think they keep this game close. Um, Green Bay minus two at home against New England. I think they roll. I think they're 
10 and a half point favorites or something like that. Uh, no Mac Jones, this Green Bay team is, is finally clicking a little bit. Uh, still got to get the offense going, but minus two is too easy. Uh, and then I kind of hate this one cause I hate Denver, but Denver plus 10 and a half, uh, at Las Vegas, Las Vegas looks horrible right now. Um, cannot get their offense going and the defense looks like shit. Uh, hopefully Russ can maybe figure some stuff out. Keep this game close. Ten and a half. Two units to win two units plus a hundred there. Nice. I feel like you can get caught uh fucked on that on that last leg. Yeah, that last but leg. That I don't last hate it leg though. Ten and a half is a lot of points. Ten and a half. Their their defense has been you just, you just fine bet, enough. Yeah, I bet Vegas does its job. By Vegas I mean like Vegas, not the fucking Raiders. I mean the Raiders have not been doing their job. Yeah. Been a tough one for uh <laughs> for Derek Carr and co. All right, fellas, that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed part two of our preview episode. Uh, Lock in those bets because we got a whole bunch of winners. Um, Stick with us next week. We'll get a recap again, and then obviously we'll keep rolling with our bets. But as always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two and stick with us as we continue this 2022-2023 season. Fellas, appreciate you. Dean already fucking left. Got a, no respect for this podcast. Bullshit, Dean. So bad. I Bullshit. Deuces. Peace, fellas.